This is the Becoming a Better Man podcast, where men come to get over themselves so they can get to the next level for their health, wealth, and relationships in ways we never thought possible before, doing it together as one. guys welcome back to another episode of the becoming a better man podcast i'm your host dr jason wright physical therapist and fellow dude trying to help other dudes realize how to become better dudes so that's a simplified enough explanation no need to get further uh you know adjectives and whatnot just to sound grandiose because that's honestly boring and you'll probably already turn off this episode if somebody were to continue to introduce themselves that way so uh, I'm not going to do that today but what I am going to do is talk with you guys a little bit about my take on leadership Uh, it's been a while since I've discussed this topic and I wanted to touch on it a little bit more because um, you know as as you guys may or may not know I'm a uh, practicing doctor of physical therapy and so I am um, you know still still working in a clinical setting so um, the day that comes hopefully where I can transition fully out of the clinical setting into my own practice setting uh, full-time is a a dream of mine to be able to help guys um, you know just overcome a lot of the the physical limitations that are setting them back um, distracting them, uh, engaging them in less than ideal uh, life situations, more tension in uh, their lives and the stress that that adds and, and just trickles over into every every single area. Uh, ways to not only solve those problems, but prevent those problems. So that's, that's the ultimate goal, right? But right now, uh, I'm doing both. Right, like I'm, I'm splitting time between uh, clinical practice, uh, where I am employed by someone else, while also still being self-employed part-time. So, uh, having said all that, I want to talk about leadership and uh, just some of the lessons I've learned along the way of being a leader of men, a uh, leader of people uh, in my past. Uh, even be- even before becoming a physical therapist, right? Like, so I spent some years uh, working full time, uh, even in a, a managerial type of role, supervisory role, uh, over multiple locations and people, uh, before ever becoming a, a staff physical therapist somewhere uh, after physical therapy school. So I know what leadership isn't, right? And I know what I respond well to, and I know what I have been able to uh, learn from implementing myself in a leadership role as to what people will and won't respond to. And um, leadership is something that's not just reserved for people who are in leadership roles, right? You have to lead yourself, right? There's nobody paying you to do that job. You have to be a leader of yourself and how you conduct yourself and and lead with attention and handle the problems that come up along the way, right? So 
if you're looking for someone else to lead you through that, you are already at a severe disadvantage. And, and the first step there is trying to overcome uh, that mindset of, I need someone else to uh, tell me what to do, guide me where to go, and then I'll just do it, right? Because then that takes uh, the essential function, I think, of a man out of it, uh, and not just a man, but all people, but especially, especially men, um, takes out the responsibility of needing to think assess and uh, determine direction and actions that need to be taken based upon the changing uh, situations at hand. So being a leader uh, is is vitally important, uh, not just of being a leader of yourself, but leading your relationships, leading your career, your businesses, your job, um, leading other people, leading staff, Leading so many different things, okay? And um, I'll tell you what what some of the best leaders do, in my opinion, is know when and when not to engage in uh, confrontation, right? Let's say somebody that works for you, all right, we'll use the workplace example, Somebody that works for you is um, trying to skirt the rules, trying to do things their own way, and um, whether blatantly or um, in a more covert way, not respecting your leadership, right? They're not respecting the requirements of the job, the task. They're not respecting what you've asked them to do. They're late to things. They're not doing things. They are making excuses as to why things aren't getting done, uh, pointing fingers, when there are a multitude of other options presented to them as to how to handle their task that needs to be accomplished, right? Um, yet they're still wanting to point fingers, not get things done, make excuses, and uh, just continually make the same uh, problems prevalent over and over and over again, okay? This is not just excluded to the workplace, okay? So if you're thinking, as I, as I described that, man, that sounds a lot like my relationship, or that sounds a lot like, you know, this or that. You're absolutely right. So feel free to apply this in whatever situation makes the most sense. But um, let's say this is taking place, right? You're in this scenario. Here's what you don't do, right? Here's what people won't respect. And I'm a firm believer that if people respect you as a leader and respect how you lead and who you are, essentially, too, based upon how you lead yourself, then they are more willing to want to follow or listen when you have something that needs to be said, you know? I think that's pretty pretty baseline and, and common among most of us, if, if I'm not mistaken, right? So what does not gain respect from the person on the other end is lashing out. Okay, you don't want to lash out um, at these people. And when you handle it poorly and you lash out and you create confrontation, especially confrontation in front of others for them to witness, whether that be other staff, other relatives, other friends, family, even strangers um, or clients, right? That's the last way that you want to engage uh, with, with this type of person. Okay. Or with this scenario, it's not professional. It's not productive, most of all, and it's not—it's not something that tells 
the person that you're trying to confront, I want to seek a resolution, right? That's you trying to win. That is you trying to uh, operate from your ego and say, I'm important. Listen to me. Do what I say. And then we're going to uh, hopefully not have this issue again because we don't want to, um, you know, we don't want to be seen as the person who's not going to be respected and seeing our authority for what it's worth. I think that's lazy leadership. Okay. Um, best way to operate in that situation, in my opinion, again, all this is my opinion, is to call that person aside, right? Speak to, come, come to them privately, discuss what the issue is, present the facts, and give them an opportunity to see it from your side. Right? And, and give them an opportunity to speak their side so that that way they feel heard. Okay? And when you listen to them, right, you're going to have the chance to really hear what their objection is. Right? Maybe their objection is they, uh, they aren't confident in their own abilities. Maybe their objection is that they don't really respect you, and it's up to you to understand why they don't want to respect you. You see? So, having that conversation is going to be a far more productive one than simply just trying to cause a scene. Okay? Causing a scene isn't going to get anything done other than just piss off everybody. It's going to escalate tensions, and you're not going to get anywhere, all right? And that's the, I don't know, unless that's your goal is to not get anywhere and to just be a, essentially a little bitch of a man uh, and have a tantrum, all right? Compose yourself before you have this conversation, because if you go into it heated, they're going to get heated. You're not going to get anywhere, all right? So call them aside in private, have a discussion, right, where... They can feel heard, and you can give them an opportunity to see where they went wrong, right? Because that's how they learn. That's how I learn, right? If you come to me with an issue, well, let's talk about it. Um, because I need to see that you want resolution, and you don't want domination. And that's what you need to do when you put yourself in their shoes, is they need to see that you are seeking resolution for this issue, and to why you don't want it to keep being a, t a continual issue for them. And not just for them, but how that affects everybody else. Okay? Ultimately, right, they care about their job. They care about their position. And so you need to show them that you care about their position too, and that's why you're coming to them. That's why you're not calling them out publicly, shaming them, uh, trying to escalate a confrontation. So, guys... Lead, lead with compassion, right? Lead how you want to be led. Because otherwise you're not going to get anywhere. Um, another thing too, right? And I'll, I'll tag this on at the, at the end of this, is um, don't bring your issue to others when it doesn't involve them. Don't gossip. Don't um, air the other person's laundry, what they did wrong came of the conversation, if it has to be discussed, say, look, we, 
we've discussed the issue, it's been addressed, and it shouldn't be an issue anymore. We're all going to go forward. Period. That also shows not just the person who you're having to deal with, but it shows everyone else involved, or maybe even not involved, but involved under your leadership. They see that, hey, this this guy cares about us, uh, respects us, and that's going to elevate our respect for him. Right? Because if you're gossiping, if you're talking shit about this other person, um, that, that tends to lend to other people's thoughts that they need to be afraid and they can't trust you, right? They need to be afraid that, or not need to, but they're going to be afraid that what if I'm next? What if I'm going to be the next person they don't, or that they, they talks about, right? What's he say about me when I'm not around? And that leads to fear. And nobody wants to live in fear. Nobody can work productively in fear. Nobody can love productively in fear. Nobody can operate at their best and most clear when they are avoiding fear. Right? Because then they're just trying to please. They're not operating to their true strengths. They're just trying to please and avoid conflict. Because they're going to see you as someone who creates conflict, seeks conflict, and can't be trusted to handle the conflict appropriately. So it's just a matter of time before they leave you, is what I'm trying to say. Guys, reflect on these things, right? If you're a leader in your workplace, if you're a leader, as you should be, in your relationship, and most importantly, if you're a leader of yourself, right, it's not uncommon that you'll treat yourselves in the same way that you treat others, right? Your, your treatment of others is oftentimes a reflection of how you treat yourself. And so if you mistreat others, it's because you're mistreating yourself. You're not respecting yourself and handling yourself as a, an evolved, ideal man should. That's poor leadership. So I want you guys to reflect on that uh, over this next week, if you can, right? If you choose to. If you don't choose to, then you're not going to grow and you can just stay stuck. Right, And you don't want to be a man who just continues to commiserate on his problems instead of actively working to seek solutions. Right? If you just want to bitch about things, then you're, on the, you're in the wrong place. Right? We want solutions. We're, we're seeking action here. So, guys, I challenge you this week to reflect on your leadership and, and honestly ask yourself in these ways, am I leading myself? the way that I need to be led in order to accomplish what I need to? Am I leading others in the workplace the way that I need to? Whether you're in a leadership role or not, you need to be a leader and have, act how you conduct yourself uh, in a leader-type fashion. It's going to make your life a lot easier. It's going to make everyone else's life a lot, a lot easier as well. And then lastly, I want you to reflect, if you can, in what ways am I... Uh, leading well or not leading well in this relationship that I'm in? Right? Do I need to do things differently? Am I guilty of doing these things that Jason's talked about? And then work on, on rectifying it. Right? Learn to come to those people seeking resolution instead of trying to seek confrontation. And see how that, see how that goes. Right? All right, guys, that's all I got for this week. 
hope that uh, resonates at least with one of you. Uh, really appreciate the, the listenership. Uh, I can't say that enough because it kind of blew me away this morning when I pulled up uh, and saw that last week's episode has already been downloaded like 200 something times, 230 times, somewhere around there. Um, it's, it's unreal to me because I remember when not, not long ago, uh, from one week to the next, I was lucky to, to see that maybe, you know, 60 of you, 70 of you had, had downloaded it, uh, more often times than not, it was, you know, 30 or 40. So that just shows to me that there's a need for this, that things are, uh, you know, uh, this is a, this is a needed area. And, and I'm just honored that, uh, that God's put me in a position to put this on my heart that I need to talk into this phone or talk into this computer screen, um, right now through my car speaker microphone, um, about the things that are, that are on me and on my heart that God's put on there, uh, through lived experiences or just, um, you know, I kind of, I don't, most of the time I don't have a plan, right? I just, I hit record, uh, pray right before I start hitting record and then just kind of things come to me. And so if it seems uh, disjointed or rambling or anything like that along the way over the ep- course of the episodes, well, that's because it's it's improvised. So guys, I appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, if you want to to look at, at ways to maybe have your, your more personalized struggles dealt with, uh, especially when it comes to your your health and your fitness and the way that you, uh, you run your life with your habits, reach out, right? I've got a link below in the show notes where you can, can figure out how to work with me privately. Um, say you're taking this advice through the podcast and, and it's going well, but you just kind of hit a dead end and you're not really sure where to go next. Um, you know, click the link, figure out how we can work together. You can apply to work with me privately, or you can sign up for the 21 day program, uh, and do it in a group fashion on your own and join that community there. That's another option for you. So just whatever is going to work best for you with where you're at now, seek that out. Okay. Don't just keep thinking that things are going to change if you've tried to take some steps and they're not changing. So anyway, brothers, appreciate each and every one of you. Love you guys. And, uh, we'll see you next week. All right. So that's it for this episode of Becoming a Better Man. If you found this episode helpful or interesting, something that you could apply to your everyday life, please post on your social media platforms what your takeaway was from this episode, as well as taking a screenshot with the tag Becoming a Better Man. So that way we can help spread the word on Instagram and Facebook and help get more men aligned with their purpose, trying to become better every day for themselves, their communities, and their families.